Hey there, I'm Heather Mulder, a former AmLaw 100 partner who just five years into my legal career found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. So that I didn't become yet another attorney burnout statistic, I decided it was time to redefine success from the inside out. Fast forward a few years and it worked. I had a thriving legal career balanced with a fulfilling life. What I learned is that you can achieve the success you want without sacrificing yourself in the process. And I'm on a mission to help you do exactly that. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both law and life. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Well, hello there, everybody. This is Heather Mulder, host of the Life in Law Podcast, and I have a question for you. Are you a rule-following, check-every-box, dot-every-I, cross-every-T attorney? Probably, because that's what we lawyers like to do. We like to follow the rules. We like to check every box. We like to follow the path that's laid out before us, even mirroring what everybody else does along the way. We think we're doing all the right things, only to find ourselves feeling unmotivated and unfulfilled in our work and lives. What's going on? What's the answer? Well, it can't be any surprise to you by now that your values are key here. We've talked about this the last couple of months. But there's something else that might be getting in your way. Something that might be holding you back from going all in on following your values. Because here's the deal. You worry about what others might think. You worry that maybe you'll fail and you'll be judged. You worry by comparing yourself to others that it's not possible to go your own way, to do it your way, and still achieve all the things you want. The secret is you actually don't have to do it like everybody else. And um, your goal isn't to please everybody else. Your goal or mission or purpose or whatever you want to call it is really to fulfill the potential that you have within you while doing your best for others without sacrificing yourself in the process. And here's what I would say to you. You've already sacrificed yourself if you've gone down the wrong path. If you've gone down that path everybody else follows, if you mirror what everybody else does and you've lost sight of those values that you hold dear, those reasons why you chose this career in the first place, because it is not your path. And so you're sacrificing yourself just by following the wrong path, all because it's the way it's done, it's what we do, it's what everybody wants. Now, in my episode a couple of months ago about the lawyer paradox, which if you haven't listened to it, you need to go back and listen to it. But the lawyer paradox is when you start off with this big, inspiring vision, most attorneys start off with. Those of us who chose to be lawyers with a purpose, really intentionally, we start off with a big, inspiring vision. But then we get caught up in following all the rules to achieve the things we think we want, except that the vision we originally had isn't exactly how it turns out. And we end up thinking, there's got to be more to it than this, more to success, more to life, more to everything, right? Well, we talked about in that episode how reconnecting with your values is going to help you figure out the gaps and the misalignments that are causing you to feel this way. And they will help to show you your next steps, 
how to get started figuring out what it is you actually want now and how to make what you want a reality. And then last month, we talked about the thing you need to do if you want to recharge your practice in life, which is, of course, related to how to utilize your values, how to fill those gaps. So the first piece of the puzzle was getting reconnected to those values and trying to figure out where the gaps are because they help show you the steps. And then the second piece of the puzzle is actually filling the gaps and how to do that. And so that's what last month we talked about. But what if, what if you're having trouble doing all of that because you worry about what others might think You're worried about failing and being judged. You compare yourself to others and you see these results that seem amazing and you worry, but maybe doing this, I'm not actually going to get what I want. It's so unconventional to have a values-based practice. It's unconventional to do things this way. And that feels, frankly, scary, which I get. It is unconventional, especially for most of us lawyers, right? So how do you turn that fear into inspiration? How do you think of it instead of as unconventional and bad, but it's innovative, it's inspired, it's refreshing, so that it motivates you to actually do those things we talked about and you don't get stuck? So two things that I want to go over today to help you with that if you're struggling with this piece. Thing number one, reframe who you're competing with. We humans in general like to compare ourselves to other people. We compare our lives to others. We compare our results to others. And lawyers are no different than anybody else. We do this. I think we actually do this in spades because we are more competitive in nature. We're very driven. We're high achievers. And frankly, we care a lot about what others think. And so it makes us look up to others who have achieved the things we think we want And I did say think we want for a reason. I'll get to that in a second. And try to emulate them. The problem is that, of course, leads you away from your values. And it makes it harder to follow your values even when you want to. Because you feel like it is just so different. Again, it's so unconventional. Now, I said the things we think we want. Be sure you've really checked in with yourself and you know what you truly want. Okay, and that you're looking to the right people. I'm not saying you never look up to people, but you want to look up to people in a different way. So reframing who you're competing with has kind of two pieces to it. Number one, instead of comparing yourself to others, you need to compare yourself to you in the past. So your focus would be measuring your progress over time instead of measuring how you stack up to someone else. This will help you to connect more fully to your values and align your choices and your decision-making to them because your measuring stick is now that. How aligned are you with your values in your daily choices, in your day-to-day, and how you're showing up? That's your new measuring stick, which will lead us into thing number two in a minute. But I want to come back to that second piece for how to reframe who you're competing with. As you start to compare yourself to you as opposed to others, it doesn't mean you have to drop looking up to other people. 
admiring people, utilizing them for knowledge, and also for inspiration. You want to kind of shift how you perceive them. It's not that they have more than you. It's not that they've achieved things that you haven't. It's that they are evidence that you too can get to where you want, which by the way, is probably not exactly where they are because you're a different person with different values and different needs and different circumstances and different desires. And some of these things might be similar or the same, but everything will not be. So you kind of like shift that perspective of their evidence that I can achieve the things I want. And I can learn some things from them. Because I'm going to start seeing them differently. Instead of only looking at the good and comparing what I don't have to what they do have, I'm going to see them as a whole person. And I'm going to see that they make mistakes too. And then it took hard work to get here. And it didn't happen overnight. And so the same goes for me. And that's okay. It shifts your perspective when you reframe who you're competing with in this way and makes it easier for you to not have that excuse of, oh my God, nobody else does it this way. Well, of course they don't because they're not you. But here's the thing I want you to know. Those people you look up to who have achieved many of the things that you would like to achieve, who are doing and living in a way you would like, assuming it's real, because we all know, right, that a lot of times we don't see behind the curtains. But there are some people out there who really live that way. The way you see them is pretty real. And they're happy and they're fulfilled. Those people, they did it the way we're talking about today. They stopped comparing themselves to others. They reframed who they competed with. They took all that away because they knew that's baggage they didn't need that was just going to hold them back. And they went the innovative, inspired, refreshing, and yes, unconventional way because they followed their values. If they got there and they're happy where they are and they're content with how they got there, they followed their values, which is the thing you're trying to do. All right, so the first thing was reframe who you're competing with. Instead of comparing yourself to others, compare yourself to you, measure your progress over time, and change how you see others that you look up to. Rethink how they can guide you. Thing number two, redefine success for yourself based not on external metrics, but internal values-based metrics. Basically, your success definition needs to change with your values, as you start to live your values, as you start to create a values-based vision, as you start to have values-based goals, as you start to try to align your practice and your life around your values, your success definition needs to change. It's not about all those external metrics. Now, this does not mean that you will not have goals. This does not mean that you will not have achievements that can't be measured. But the starting point for success and the foundation for success is ultimately, what's my input? Is it values-based input? Am I going, am I doing my best to work for the things that I want in a way that's aligned to my values? So you're kind of, you're looking at success differently in how you measure it as well. So success is now a values-based definition. 
based on the vision that you've created and the goals that are values-based, but you also measure it primarily based on your input as opposed to output. Because again, we can't control the output. Your input does impact the output, but it's the only thing you control. So start looking at that and redefine what success means in that way. This is really hard for a lot of people because it's not as obviously measurable, at least not in the same way that you tend to measure things. So again, it doesn't mean you don't have goals. You may have a monetary goal for your practice, right? And let's say you're trying to build to a million. That's a monetary goal. Success for you means consistency in your actions, staying aligned to your values and the new clients you choose to take, staying aligned to your values and your marketing efforts. It's based on the input going in. You do not have real control over the money that you make at the end of the day. Sometimes world events get in the way. Sometimes other circumstances get in the way. Sometimes things happen that are unexpected. I have a client now, well, at the time that I'm recording this, who's in the entertainment industry. And there's a strike going on that is impacting her. She can't control that piece. But what she can control is her input into her efforts in taking care of her clients when they need her and expanding in some areas while she has the time. Like there are things that she can do that will prove to be beneficial to her in the long term, even though she may not see the results she wants immediately because of the outside circumstances. If you redefine success in this way, you're actually going to do more that is beneficial to you, and you will see better results over the long term. It just happens that way. You're also going to be a heck of a lot happier because you're not going to care so much When little things happen that kind of throw a wrench into things, because you're going to realize, okay, wait, I'm going to step back and see what this wrench means and how can I, how can I deal with it? What's my next step based on this? Instead of getting caught up in the, oh my gosh, how could this happen? This is going to ruin my goal, blah, 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 blah. That's where we tend to go. Well, you don't have control over that. But what you do have control is how you challenge yourself to meet the moment. And when you've redefined success in this way, you're much more likely to not get caught up in that pity party and to pivot, which, yeah, you still may may not meet your goal because of these things that have happened. But guess what? You're more likely to, and you're more likely to be in a better position in the long term. Redefine success for yourself based on your values and primarily measure it based on your input as opposed to output. This will help you to make more values-based decisions without having to worry so much about what everybody else thinks. Because guess what? It doesn't actually matter, does it? Now, caution. I think I said earlier that all of this will make it easier for you. Like doing these two things will make it easier for you to make more values-based decisions, to fill those gaps to do the things you know you need to do in order to align yourself more fully to your values, which will lead to more fulfillment and contentedness. Easier doesn't mean easy, however. For example, 
one of my current mastermind participants was looking to hire some contract workers. She's trying to, she is a solo practitioner who is now looking to grow her firm into an actual firm with more people. And she realized that she didn't have enough work to hire somebody full time, but she's ready for somebody to help her from a contract perspective. And then she also, she did find actually an attorney who could do that, who's part time for now. She also needed some administrative help, really desperately needed some administrative help to get a lot of kind of admin tasks off of her plate so that she can really focus on growing the business so that she can hire this other person that's part-time on a full-time basis and hire other people over the coming year. She talked to a couple of people who've done that, and a lot of the feedback she was getting was hire a VA, you know, a remote VA. She's actually got a remote office. Hire a remote VA that's not in the U.S. It's going to be way cheaper. They do great work. Here are some places you can utilize, etc. And yet that never felt right to her. It didn't feel right. It wasn't in alignment with one of her values. And so she decided to hire somebody locally instead, which was more expensive and probably didn't make sense on paper, at least to everybody, but it made sense for her. That was not an easy decision for her to make because monetarily, it was a little tougher for her. She had a conversation with a fellow attorney about this. She knew that if they found out what she ended up doing, they would judge her. She felt kind of bad about that. But ultimately, she decided, you know what? This is the right decision for me because it aligns to my values. Easier doesn't mean easy. But what she would tell you And what every client that I've ever worked with that starts to live in this way and work in this way would tell you is, although the choice itself is not necessarily easy, making decisions in this way makes things easier moving forward because you know it's the right decision once you make it, which means you don't get stuck in analysis paralysis You're able to move on once the decision is made and not worry whether, oh, was this right? You don't play it over and over and over again inside of your head. So although easier does not mean easy, it does make things easier as well moving forward. And it helps you to feel much more content in the decisions that you're making. Moral of today's lesson, just do it your way. Use the strategies discussed in today's show to help you let go of what others might think, to help you let go of worrying about being judged, to help you let go of comparing yourself to everybody else and comparing your practice and your life and your results so that you can make values-based decisions because making values-based decisions is freeing y'all. And it's the only way to do it your way. Okay, if you are ready to build a values-based business your own way, I invite you to apply for Elevate. Applications will be closing soon by the end of this month, so please don't miss out. Here's what current Elevate member Lauren, who I mentioned earlier, has to say. The thing I love most about Heather is how she gives concrete strategies and guidance while keeping your values in mind and helping you properly manage stress. And here's what fellow current member Kristen has to say about the mastermind. Elevate is an essential group experience for anyone who wants to find genuine career fulfillment while building your practice. 
Next week, we are going to have these two ladies and another one on the podcast to let you know how they've done it their own way using the framework that we discussed last week so that you too can get inspiration from them and see how to use all the things we've been talking about lately here on the podcast to grow your business. Bye for now. Ready to build your ideal business around the life you actually want? Want to exponentially increase clients, revenues, and income without sacrificing your values, relationships, or health? Elevate Attorney Business Mastermind was designed specifically for you. Uniquely designed to take you from feeling like yet another unsupported and isolated attorney, uncertain about how to distinguish yourself from your peers, and spinning your wheels trying to figure it all out, to confident in the business of law and, most importantly, in how to get yourself and your practice to the next level without losing you in the process. Doors to Elevate are currently open, but will not stay that way for long. Learn more and apply now at coursecorrectioncoaching.com forward slash business development mastermind.